0: with pod points podcast i am here with a good friend and sometimes collaborator author screenwriter christopher styers at christopherstyers.com hey chris
1: hey mark how you doing today
0: uh, well i'm great uh, mainly because it's uh, the weather's cooler yes uh, football season has started Yes. And, uh, all's good with the world. What can I, what else can I say? What else could I want? (laughs) (laughs) Except a big, uh, big script writing sale when the uh, writer's strike is over. uh, Yes. Which is going into its fifth. It's hard to believe this started in May. They started in May. Uh, Um, and they're still, you know, walking the picket lines. I guess the reported talks were so much vapor. Um, And I'm wondering, uh, I know the actors went out for their own reasons, but I wonder if that's going to, if the writers settle, if that's going to weaken the actors' strike. I guess not. Um,
1: I think it may bring the actors in. In.
0: Well, one of the things that's true is there hasn't been, except for a few exceptions, there hasn't been much production in Hollywood since May. Well, well the, anyway, since yeah, and then uh to add to it, if the writers go in, if the writers come off strike and the actors still are on strike, that means that the production has continued to be on hold, yeah, so uh yeah that's that's tough,
1: Well, we may know, not see a lot of new stuff until the new year.
0: Yeah, I you know I guess to, for me that's not a big deal because I'm watching so much uh British television, old yeah. British television. But uh the thing that bugs me the most is so many people in you know this is a company town as they say. Yeah. Um and there's so many people that make a living uh supplying the film industry and television industry, entertainment industry with right. you know with everything with material and you know there's caterers, there's jesus there's so many yeah so those are the people i i worry about uh well i mean i worry about everybody but i those those are primarily for me because they're working you know they're probably living uh paycheck to paycheck oh yeah 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 anyway well let's talk film uh what have you been watching lately that's uh kind of tickled your fancy
1: well, I watched uh Red, White, and Royal Blue.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: I watched uh Basic with oh. Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And then I rewatched Three Days of the Condor.
0: Oh. A classic. Oh. Did
1: it hold up? Yes, for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. uh it's. I watched it this time to look at how the screenplay was put together.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. It's a good. It's a good action screenplay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Faye Dunaway. Uh. Um. Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Redford Max von Oh Yeah. yeah God,
1: does he play
0: a cool? He is building. so. Yeah. The man was born cool. Let's face it. We, yes. you, and I are never going to be that cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was cool when he was nine years old and, you know, we just, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are good. So my, both, mostly movies, uh, which yes. is good. I get into that mode too, where I just want to watch a movie. You know, you, I love TV, the TV series, but yes. movies still hold a special, special place in my heart. Uh, yes. so I have been not watching anything new. In uh-huh. fact, I've gone back to some of the uh, older, tv series that i was watching um i'm I'm thinking about writing another book on Uh on tv uh so Uh so i'm doing some research in in that direction uh so that's what i've been watching i've been watching like old you know older one hour dramas uh things like that so but uh you know i think the i think the no matter what i end up writing about it seems to me like those a lot of those dramas those uh who done the dramas are about the same. You know, they, they call them some of the, some of them are called cozy right. mysteries because they have a kind of an insular situation and insular, you know, it's like sometimes it takes place at the man, at the manor. Yes. Or in the case of Midsummer murders, it's uh, a <laughs> boy, don't go, don't move to that area. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause every, every, there's, you know, Somebody's getting killed everywhere, but,
1: but, but that's, the Brits have done some hard boiled stuff too. Yes. It is really good.
0: You know, one of the, um, one of the shows I want to get back into, there's a show called Top Boy. Uh huh. Um, and it's a British young gangster, British contemporary. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was, it went like three seasons and then somebody bought it and they, they added two seasons, I think. Okay. But uh the three seasons they were so I'm going to get back to that but I haven't started it yet but that was really terrific it was really amazing talk about hard boiled yeah. oof baby it uh it it worked really well So uh yeah we're plot points podcast my friend here is uh, Christopher Stires, co-host and com. He's a published author with eight books, uh, his last um, Treachery in the Silk and Swords uh, <laughs> World. Uh, is that what, uh, something like that?
1: Uh, yes, it's my uh, the third book in my Thurian Chronicles series, and it's called Desire and Witchery.
0: Desire and Witchery. I want you to write a book with treachery in the title. I think that's okay. <laughs> I don't think you <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with that, with with the word treachery uh, in in the title. So yes. Um, and then Chris also does does he's done articles and short stories. He's in uh the current Blood Fiction two Blood Fiction Volume Two anthology. Um, with and he's also in the first one too. I, in fact, Chris was the first person I ever approached about putting this this anthology together. And we're doing a book signing on October eighth. Yes. Um, Sunday, Sunday noon at, uh, Book Carnival. So I hope you guys, some of you guys can make it if you're listening. It, it should be fun. It was the first one was a blast.
1: Yes. And, and uh, that's in, uh,
0: Tustin, California. Tustin. Right? Yes. No, it's, uh, orange. Well, I orange. mean, it's right on the border. Oh, okay. So I think it's in orange. I think it's, it's on Tustin Boulevard, I think, ah, uh, in okay. orange, but it's, uh, yeah, Book Carnival. This, this bookstore gets my, my God, some of, they get, they had, um, John Sales there, the director, uh-huh. the writer director who has written some books. They had, uh, Craig Johnson who wrote, uh, the Longmire series that was also uh-huh. a television, uh, yes. show. Uh, they, they have so many. She, she gets so many great people in that. We're really honored, uh, to be doing a book signing there. Uh, yes. book release, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, anyway, but, uh, check them out. Check out Chris on, uh, on a bunch of, uh, anywhere fine books are sold pick up uh he's got a half you know more than a half a dozen books and they run the gamut and, and a ninth one in the works right chris yes okay cool and myself i'm um uh, I'm, a, I'm a published author also uh although i'm not as prolific as chris and i don't write long novels anyway i write m- mostly novellas and then i also have a bunch of scripts and i also wrote a book called quantum script writing which uh, which is doing pretty well. And I hope, uh, everybody's enjoying it. Yes. And yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed writing it. It was one of those, uh, bucket list things, you know, had to do it, had to do it. Just didn't matter. I took five years to get it, get it done, but I finally did get it done. So
1: yes. And if you are an aspiring screenwriter, it is definitely a book worth checking
0: out. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoyed working on it. I I keep waiting for my award, you know, from, <laughs> from Hollywood. You know, where's yeah. where, you know I'm I'm on. I know I'm on the A list somewhere. Uh, probably you know, probably on somebody's uh somebody somebody. You know, it's funny. Uh, joking about it, but I do. I get. I still do get. Uh, people contacting me about some of my old movies. It's really Whoa. weird. Yeah. Okay. Somebody just, uh, contacted me about, uh, class of 1999 part two. Whoa. Yeah. I know. I just, <laughs> and, I, and I hope, uh, he's legit because I'll respond to him, but it's weird. It, uh, I, I, I never, you know, it's so, I can imagine what some of these people who really are A-listers, uh, go through. They must get tons of mail, uh, fan mail. So. Yeah. So. Um okay so Chris what uh speaking of uh accomplishments in streaming and the Walmart bin what have you been working on?
1: I'm been working on a couple of screenplays. Okay. Getting there.
0: Uh, a couple meaning more than one at a time? Uh I
1: was working on one. Uh-huh. And I got frustrated with how it was progressing.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I
1: put it aside, and uh, there was another idea I wanted to play with, so I started working on that.
0: Oh, okay, that's good. You, you, I know you're capable of working on more than one project at a time because you never stop thinking about any of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, so I'm not doing anything script wise these days, although I'm dying to start something. And I'm, 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 I'm. I just finished an article for Creative Screenwriting Magazine. Um, hopefully it'll drop. Soon. Okay. And I got, I got another one I gotta, I gotta jump into, but I came up with an idea for a third or for third or fourth or fifth, I don't know. I don't know how many articles I've written, <laughs> but, uh, in this, in this iteration, I've written three and yeah. there's two more on the, uh, on the burner. So, uh, okay. But, yeah, it's fun. I'm, I, I'm really grateful, uh, that somebody thinks enough of my work to, to want to actually publish it. So, uh, yes.
1: And if you'd like to read, Marks articles. Just go to either Google or Bing, and put in Mark Sevi articles.
0: Yeah. Oh, there. Okay. They will,
1: and they will pop up.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Jim Sarantinos at uh, at uh, um, at Creative Screenwriting Magazine is the one who's been publishing them lately. But I do have yes. a, a number of them are out there. So uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so we come to you as Plot Points podcast uh bi monthly. It's you know, I'd love to do more. I'd love to do more in depth. I'd love to do more guests and everything. I just don't have the bandwidth at this point to uh uh-huh. it's not the recording, it's the editing. Um which does take a while. I guess it's three to one one a voiceover Okay. Guru told me that you, if you record an hour, it takes you three hours to edit it. Uh, oh. yeah. So, so for this podcast, which usually around 20 minutes, it takes me a good, uh, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. To, that, that includes show notes and putting it up yeah. online and making sure uh, Apple is happy because they're the yeah. big, the big dog. So Chris, let me ask you this. Uh, yes. we are both children of an era of great horror movies. Um, um yes. the eighties. We, yes. uh, we came up with an idea to do a list of top eighties horror movies. And it was really easy because there's hardly any, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Mark, there's, there's, there was like none,
0: none. I know. So there was, it was easy to find, uh, five that are the, that, that you would probably take with you on a deserted island, right? Yeah, I I can't yeah. imagine you had a problem. I didn't have a problem. I just, <laughs> no, go ahead. We, I mean, uh, Chris busted my hump yesterday by saying, why, why did we ever come up with this 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 stupid idea? It's impossible to pick five yes. out of the many, many, many that. So, I, do you agree that the eighties were a were oh, a you yeah, know it was a
1: golden age
0: uh, for horror? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For
1: horror, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I I crossed and uncrossed and yes. wrote and yeah, I too, oh, man. All right, let's hear what you came up with.
1: And without saying again, but I'm going to say it again. God, this was tough. Uh, It was, I agree Okay, here's my five In no particular order Okay Okay. Fright Night
0: Ah, okay, the original
1: The original Fright Night
0: Right, that's a good one
1: Uh, Predator Yes The Dead Zone
0: Oh yeah, you knew you had to have a Stephen King one in there Yeah Uh,
1: The Terminator
0: Terminator
1: And Aliens
0: Aliens, yeah, you know, it was surprising to me. Alien would not qualify because it was done in 1979. Yes, but Aliens and Aliens, it took a, a more than a couple of years to get to that sequel, which was done, right. which was directed by Jim Cameron. Yes. Um. So the first one was Ridley Scott, and it's kind of like a haunted house, and the second one's like a video game with yes. uh with Cameron. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, you we talked about the possibility that we were going to. Overlap. And I had a number of your picks on my list initially, and then I crossed them out and went to s- with something different. Okay. Um, so I'm going to throw some out there. The thing.
1: Uh, oh, John Carpenter.
0: Yeah. Car- John Carpenter's re- remake. Oh, yeah. Terrific. Terrific. Uh, and then even the first one in the 50s yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, I, I had to take Alien off my list. I was sure it was an 80s movie, but I had to take yeah. it off the list. Near Dark. Have you ever seen oh, it? Oh,
1: yeah. yes. With uh, Texas Vampires. Yeah, it was. Oh.
0: Uh, well, that's Catherine Bigelow's first yes. uh, d- directorial de- debut, and it was terrific. Just an amazing. Uh, then Altered States, which I had okay. forgotten about, but I love that movie. Uh, so weird. Yeah. Patty Chayefsky. Um, oh. And uh, American Werewolf in London.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: And The Fly. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, one of my oh. favorites. Now I also included an honorable mention of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay. Uh, but uh, if you've never seen that movie, it's frightening. It's Michael Michael Rooker plays the yes. plays the yes. main character. Ki- oh, baby, but uh, those were my five. And my I had to I had to slide Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer in there. Although although I'm sure you and I could go on forever and ever about yes. other. Oh, it's just a, such a great era for horror movies. Um, so anyway, if you uh, have if you have a, uh, a spook fest uh, night with your buddies uh, or your sleepover pals, uh, you, they're classics. They're 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 in especially, you know, movies like Fright Night. What a what a fun movie that was. Um So, yeah.
1: Well, then there's always the old saying, if you if you're feeling alone. Turn off the lights <laughs> in the house. Right. Put on one of these movies. And you won't
0: feel alone for very long. That's true. You'll be running into the street screaming <laughs> because you're sure that somebody's hiding behind the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Well, we're going to we're ending. We're since we're only a basically a 20 to 22 minute podcast. Chris, do we have a question? Do we have a question come in? Yes.
1: Um When I'm working on my screenplay. Uh huh. Does my story have to have a theme and why?
0: So that's a great question. Not only because I just did an article on theme, but, um, the answer is no. But if you want your movie, so the premise of the article was how to make a good movie great. Uh-huh. And the, the, the answer to that question was theme. But having said that, we both know that even if you write just a, uh, a little horror film or you write a little action or whatever there's a theme built in which is typically good versus evil or yes. you know you you already you automatically almost always get theme with any script or story that you write however there are movies that really elevate theme uh to really good effect like movies like green book yes. just you know the idea that there's a book that had to be published in order to tell about uh, African Americans where or where not to go. Yes. In the sixties. Um, and, and Coda. Coda is a interesting film because it's, it, it appears to be a movie about a deaf, deaf family, but actually it's a movie about a, a young girl coming of age. Yes. Um, so those themes elevate the story and actually create the why. Uh, I think of why. I think of the plot as what the characters as who and the theme is why. So okay. why are we watching this movie? What do you, when you walk away from a film, what what what's your biggest your most your most your strongest impression? Yes. Um and that's theme. So but uh you can see it in Hidden Figures and Sea Biscuit in, Seabiscuit, in mm-hmm. you know just about any movie that was an Academy Award nominee or winner has a good like Get Out. The reason Get Out yes. did so well is because of the themes. Yes. Uh in it, you know, the uh there was a lot of really Jordan Peele infused it with a lot of terrific themes. So so theme elevates your film. If you don't put it in, typically you're going to have something at least good versus evil. Yes. But uh, it does help to uh, make your story as strong as possible. <laughs> That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So my friend Chris Stires at ChristopherStyres.com and, uh, all over the interwebs, you can go to Amazon or, um, any, anywhere where, uh, fine books are sold and find his work. He's also one of the contributing authors to Blood Fiction Volume 2, which is, has been released and we're going to do a, uh, uh, we're going to do a release party or signing on October 8th at Book Carnival in Orange. Yes. So try to be there. It's at noon. Should be fun. Should be great. We have about, uh, 10 or 12 of the authors are are coming. Yeah, it should be great. Anyway, okay, so Chris, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, do you have a writer's quote for us?
1: Yes, I do. This is from the British fantasy novelist, Terry Pratchett.
0: Oh, yeah. Pratchett. Pratchett, yeah, great writer. Yeah, he said,
1: the first draft is just you telling yourself the story.
0: I love that quote. I've heard it before and I think it's a great quote. Um, yeah. cause both uh, you and I are pancers and we know that's pretty <laughs> much true. <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh. anyway, all right. Well, we're plot points podcast. If you want to see, read some fine, um, some fine fantasy work, uh, Meaning, you know, sword and sorcery kind of fantasy. Christopher Styres at ChristopherStyres.com. He has a couple, uh, what, eight books plus a ninth yes. one coming. Yes. And, um, he's, he's all over the interwebs and he's a great friend and a good, a, a great, great host, uh, co-host for this podcast. And I do appreciate well, Thank you. you. You're welcome.
1: I appreciate welcome. you asking me.
0: Ah, always. I, you know, I, there's other people who have asked to, to be on the podcast, and maybe people are getting tired of me and you chatting back and forth, but uh, okay. I really enjoy the the interaction. So. I do too. Okay, all right. For myself, for Christopher Stiers, for all the men and women at Orange County Screenwriters Association, be inspired, do good work. <laughs>